Hello, you are listening to the Omnitalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with Microsoft, the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Takeoff and Sezzle. The Omnitalk Fast Five podcast is the podcast that we hope makes you feel a little smarter, but most importantly, a little happier each week too. Today is June 23rd. I am your host, Ann Mazenga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are here once again to discuss all the top headlines, making waves in the world of Omnichannel retailing. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, and it's summer here in Minneapolis. Oh, it is. I am in a t-shirt or a golf shirt, I should say. Actually, it's probably more appropriate, which I almost never wear. Because you don't golf? Or I, don't, because- I don't golf. Nope. I don't golf. Don't love the look of them either. You know, it takes me out of my hoodie zone. Oh, uh, God. But, uh, Why'd you get so dressed up then? Well, you know, it's 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 the Fast Five, Ann. And you're summery. You got a summer dress on. I, I think know. that counts as a summer dress. And so I wanted to, you know, keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, here, yeah. Ann. It's linen. It's linen yeah. season. And it's also balls hot, Ann. It's like, it was like 100 degrees here in Minneapolis on Monday with like insane humidity. It was yes. like one of the hottest days of my life. Not the hottest, but definitely one of the hottest. Yeah, we just keep going back and forth. Like, I, I was just looking at a clip from one of the episodes, maybe. It feels like it was just a couple of weeks ago where I was like in a <laughs> yeah, you were like a jacket, jacket, like yeah. trying to stay parka. warm in here. Yeah. And now it's 102. It degrees. is, but it's hot. It's heating up. It's heating up at OmniTalk. I think we mentioned this last week, but we are solidly positioned on the Apple retail podcast rankings now. And uh, thanks to all our loyal listeners that have been leaving us reviews each and every week. And I got to tell you, boy, and we have some good ones coming up. You know, I can't wait to read them. Oh, yeah, there's some fun ones. You got to go and check them out. I know I'm the one that's responsible for culling the reviews each week. But as you guys know, we read these in in, uh, sequential order as they come in. But there's there's one that really cracked me up here that we're going to do probably in like two or three weeks. But this week's review, Anne, comes to us from, this is a great name, Brokey up with six P's, mind you. Six P's at the end of that name. Brookie up? I have no idea. Brookie up? I don't know. Like I don't know. Giddy up. Yeah, I have no idea who this is. Again, we have no idea who leaves okay. these reviews because right, these Apple it, podcast names are so weird. Here's the title. Was straightened out by new A&M employee. Ooh, I love the ooh. Sitting around the Kellogg School of Management dinner table, we were discussing our favorite podcast, and I mentioned OmniTalk. Then I went on to discuss how I didn't know A&M was a big school for retail. Boy, was I wrong. My friend Dylan R., shout Ooh. out to Dylan R., whoever you are, will be starting a new job at AM Consulting, and he's straightening me out. How embarrassing. All good, though. Shout out to AM Chris and Ann for making an amazing, informative podcast, and congrats to Dylan R. for starting his new retail consulting job. Yes, congrats to Dylan R., Ann. Oh, maybe Dylan R. will be a guest on the podcast yeah, at young, some point. Young whippersnappers perspective? That would be great. Yeah, I we'll have it. to talk to those guys I about it. I love it. it. Well, remember, please, if you are listening, to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Heart the Podcast if you're on Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, etc. And please, please, please follow and subscribe so we can keep making the best retail content possible for you all. And we may just read it aloud one day for our listeners to hear, like, Brookie up. Yeah, we may not. We will. We will. 100% chance you leave us a review. At some point, it will get read on this podcast. All right, Ann, should we do the news? Let's do it. Let's All get right. to it. In today's Fast Five, we've got news on GNC taking their new food delivery service national, which I didn't even know about. Simon is in the news again with an innovative product search platform. Dang, Simon. <laughs> you fancy. <laughs> you fancy. The announcement of a second Amazon-style apparel store in Ohio. Walmart and Roku teaming up on shoppable TV, an idea I, that I think I likely love and Ann probably hates, but we'll find out here in a few minutes. 
But first, we take off with even bigger news out of Amazon. And Anne, I personally think this one's huge, but you have the honors. Well, you haven't yet called it headline of the year, so we'll see if we can get there. (laughs) Yes, Chris, that is right. According to Progressive Grocer, and you'll find out shortly why that outlet is reporting on this, it is prime time once again, Chris, for Amazon. So starting July 12th, Through 13th, Prime numbers will score deals on items from national brands and third-party sellers and save, as they always do, on goods at Amazon-owned stores. But. But. There's always a but. There's a but. New this summer is a 20% discount for Prime members to use on select everyday items at Amazon Fresh stores. Booyah! Uh, members can enjoy this benefit year-round by scanning their Amazon app at the register or purchasing with a credit card that's registered to their Prime account. Prime members who apply for and are approved for an Amazon Rewards Visa card will also earn an additional 6% back at Amazon and Whole Foods Market on Prime Day and 5% year back year-round and an Amazon Whoa, gift and. card for $200. Whoa. Um, Chris... This is let's just like make put this another notch on your bedpost or whatever that expression <laughs> is. Whoa, hey, we're getting saucy again and racist. Uh, All right, you you predicted this a long time ago in an art. Was it a Forbes article? I can't remember. I but did, and at some point in time, I know you like this is a claim to fame. And for funny you. you should mention this. Yes, I'm going to take a massive victory lap here because. Yeah, I did hypothesize this. Do you know? Do you know how long ago it was? No, I can't even remember. I just know like this is going to come yeah, out in this. Yeah, episode. for sure. I mean, I looked it up, and I first, I think I might even have hypothesized it like rough, you know, just tangentially, like on a social media post or something before this. But I wrote an article about this in July of 2019. July of 2003, oh years ago, and three years ago is how on top of this we were. Oh, can I can I pause? Are we going to yeah. get out of this recession that we're in? Like, do you have any other predictions you can make that will make me feel better about the state of the world right now? Definitely not on that, and oh, definitely God. not on that. But, right. but we digress. But your point is dead right, though. I mean, we predicted this. I love this. The savings are freaking huge. Yeah. My only question on this was. They use the term select items for the 20% discount. Yeah. So, you know what? You know what, I'm a tech fans? I had to go, and I use air quotes on select items because, you know, I love when retailers do that in their in their press releases. But I had to, get some, I had to do some research on this. Okay. So, I messaged my good buddy, Jamil Gahani, who happens to be the, be the oh, VP. Oh, Jamil. Yeah, the VP of Amazon Prime at, at uh, Amazon. And, of course, he had to send me to his PR team because no one's allowed to actually talk to me about business, you know. <laughs> even, uh, even our old target personally. friend, yeah. yeah. But it actually sounds pretty widespread. Like, there's some good – there's basically everyday staples. They're going to have rotating deals, 20% off throughout the year. But the part that I found really interesting is that they're going to offer daily specials on their prepared foods every single day of the week. So, like, for example, Monday, 20% off the salad bar. Tuesday, sandwiches. Wednesday, soups. On and on. And Sunday, deli meats and cheeses. Cheese pizza on Saturday. That is big. 20% savings on a prepared meal yeah, for your the, family. Yeah, the salad bar. You know, that like you oh go into God. the salad bar, yeah. that's like a $20 salad to save 20% on that. Like, mm, right. that's getting me there on a Monday. <laughs> Too many jokes. All right, we're not going to go there. But yeah, no, I mean, it's it's massive. I mean, yeah. that is a mass, and it's a massive pull into the store too, yeah. which is what Amazon Fresh needs. Totally. So even though there's still probably some, I don't know how many there are roughly now, but 30 to 40 in the country, this makes a ton of sense. And here's the other thing about referencing the article. It's also just an early precursor to what they can do more, more overtly over time. Like this mm-hmm. is the first salvo. You get more of these stores. I've talked about them doing prime deal days, promotions on the first and the 15th of the month when people get paid. Something like that or something to that extreme could still be coming. They have the power because they have electronic shelf labels in their store. They can change their prices however, whenever they want. 
Other retailers still seven to 14 days late on price change because they're physical signs. All right, I'm done. What do you think, though, Ann? Yeah, I think, especially with inflation, there was just a report I read this morning that, you know, not surprisingly, customers are switching to different brands. They're changing their shopping behaviors significantly 100%. because it's getting expensive. Like, we're almost at 9% of inflation rate. Like, Customers are going to be driving their purchase decisions based on where they can get quick cashback savings, where they can find good quality groceries. And I think that it's a big part of, you know, Whole Foods being a part of this, yep. Amazon Fresh Stores being a part of this. And you have over 150 million Prime members. And I think that as what I'm going to kind of be focused on here, too, is as customers start to tighten their belts and remove some of those subscriptions. Like I'm talking the shipped, the Instacart, like the DoorDash, like yep. all these things. Yep. I think Prime is going to be one for multiple reasons. There's more and more to hang on to that membership and to drive people into an Amazon Fresh store. 100%. And the last point I'd make, which I hadn't thought about until you just said this, something triggered it in my mind. The user experience for this is different in Amazon Fresh than what we've seen in Whole Foods previously. In Whole Foods, you had to get to the check lane and remember to scan your barcode to get the savings. You have to remember, folks, like Amazon Fresh stores, for the most part now, are predominantly just walk out. That's yep. what they're doing. So they know you upon entry. So that means, in my mind, you pick those items that are for sale, should be automatically put in your cart. I'm guessing that's how it works. I can't see why it wouldn't work that way. Right. So that is a cool connection as well and a cool uh, marketing hook for me as well. All right, Ann, let's go to headline number two. All right. GNC is expanding a food delivery pilot they, they began testing last year called Real Eats. Mm. Mm, yummy. <laughs> According to Chain Storage, the vitamins and supplement retailer started the pilot one year ago in three markets, Pittsburgh, which always seems to be in these test markets, DC, and of course, Florida, the, the ubiquitous test yes. market for sure, yes. and is now delivering its meal options across the United States or plans to deliver them across the entire United States. GNC's Real Eats features exclusive healthy meal bundles through a partnerships with the eponymously named Real Eats. So proud I finally got to use the word eponymously. Hmm. I probably didn't say that right anyway in the what sentence. What does that mean? It means basically of the same name, like derived by the same name. But so anyway, it's a GNC's word. Real Eats is by Real Eats. Yeah, it's just that it's to reference that fact that that's okay. happening. Anyway, super you nerdy. You get your quarter for using that yeah, word. Yeah, super nerdy, and I'm just glad I finally got to use it and probably said it wrong. The service offers more than 60 different assortments as well as options for consumers with dietary preferences such as meat-free or lower-calorie options. And yes. the fitness aficionado that you are, mm -hmm. you're going to be going to GNC and gobbling some of these meal kits up? I don't know that I will be mm -hmm. specifically, but you mentioned right. like as a gym owner and having worked with multiple providers multiple times, I can tell you that the, this efficiency of having specific meals, the people that are going to GNC, that are going to these gyms, like they have very specific dietary needs. And the best way to do that, the most convenient way to do that for many people is subscribing to some sort of meal delivery service. Because right. trying to like buy all the ingredients, make it at home, like it involves a full day of meal prep with which many people don't have. So right. I think this is a really smart pivot for GNC. I think that the GNC customer is benefiting because like I said, they're saving a trip. They're having this extra convenience because most importantly, you can do this, this food delivery order alongside other GNC things. So when you're doing right. subscribe and save or whatever right. it might be that you have with GNC, you just add the food into your basket and you're, you know, you get it the next week. You're earning loyalty points across both platforms on very high ticket items. So I think that makes sense. But the thing that I'll watch out for, which we watch out for in any of these meal delivery services is 
looking at flexibility and mm. scheduling because this is order on Wednesday, get the next like Tuesday or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and then also what other variety of options you have. Like, can I pick this up in store? How do, how do you allow for flexibility and scheduling? And then also taste. And, you know, they have 60 items right now. I think that's going to have to flex too because that gets to be tired after a while. Yeah, it really does. That is a problem with the meal kits in general. Your point, the point that I hadn't thought about too is like the routine nature of the GNC shopper. Mm-hmm. Like they're a very routinized very, crew. Very. Like they live their lives by the hour, by the minute, very much focused on what's going into their body particularly. But- but I mean, not enough for me, and I like it a lot too. It was one of those like, huh, never thought about this before, right. but it makes sense for GNC, mm-hmm. right? Like it just it hit it hits you over the face like that, you know. Right. But the question for me as well that I would add the little wrinkle I'd add to it, the kind of and one is, especially with all the news around Blue Apron and Walmart recently, is why hasn't a meal kit company gone out and set it a white label meal solutions like this for multiple grocers, right? Like, mm-hmm. like. Maybe they, maybe one has. We just haven't heard about it, but I kind of doubt it. But it seems like a smart way to get economies of scale yep. without trying to die on your sword as a brand in what is likely, a, as we've seen, a very tough business to stand alone right. within. Right. Like, why hasn't that happened? I just, I don't, I don't understand. It seems like a smart move. It seems like whoever this, what is it, Real Kits, um, Real Eats, Real Eats. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry, sorry for that mistake. Seems like it seems like it's just uh just seems like a natural no brainer. Well, I think that the thing that people are trying to do, or we've seen grocers like what Kroger was trying mm-hmm. to do, is trying to bring in like the local angle to this, which is as we've found out, is very hard to scale, which is, you know, why I yeah. think GNC is going with a company like this, that it's not it's not like day of meals, it's all pre sous vide you you put the sous vide each oh. item is in its own packet oh, and wow. you boil it you sous vide it oh, like you're yeah you don't microwave sous- it unless you absolutely have you're a big to fan of sous vide yeah you're right and, then, and then we've also seen the ghost kitchen angle which we almost talked about this week at walmart opening up their ghost kitchen down in plano texas which right. is another kind of ver- variation on this theme but and it's getting hot in here do we turn on the air conditioner i feel yeah. like nelly it's getting hot in here what if it's hot i'm hot but okay. let's keep on rolling because okay. these headlines are going to get hotter as oh we go God. along. Is that that was a lot of work for a transition? I hope everybody <laughs> appreciates that. According to headline number three, according to a Simon press release, the mall owner is back in the news because they are releasing a new capability. They're calling what else but Simon Search? Love that name. Love it. Oh, it's trademarked, so you love can't it. do anything love with it. that. I I loved that the trademark had to be put behind that. Do you rem- sorry, wait before you read the, before you read the the, the details. Do you, do you remember the game as a kid? Simon says the little like yeah, circular obviously game. that's why they trademarked. I know. Did it. you remember that? Like yeah. the game? Did you yeah. ever play it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They still have. Were it. Were you good at it? Um, I got, I could get through a few rounds, but I kind of got bored with it after a while. I honestly don't think I've ever played it. I totally remember, but I don't really? think I've ever played it. No, I don't oh, think I have. Yeah, my kids have one. I I got rid of it, though, because it made too nice, much noise. Nice. You know how I feel about noisy toys. Chris, Simon Search gives shoppers the ability to research in-stock products available at participating retailers located within a Simon property. It's available to shoppers through the Simon app, property websites, and the interactive directories that are located at all Simon properties nationwide. The participating retailers that are involved in this so far include Aeropostale, Anthropology, Athleta, Banana Republic, Gap, J. Crew, JCPenney, and Old Navy. Mm. The initial version of the platform, Chris, is being tested at 29 Simon retail centers across the U.S. 
with the generic broader rollout <laughs> planned for later this year. But, Chris. Yes, Ann. I'm still trying to get over the I hate noisy toys comment, but yes, please. Why? I just Who likes up noisy some... toys? <laughs> Nobody, I guess. Yeah, right. Oh, God. No. You put the tape over the sound speaker thing. You got to do like whatever. Like fire truck that keeps going. Where, uh, where, where? I know. Yeah, and right. at like 2 o'clock in the morning when you're sleeping, you're like, oh, my God, there's a demon in the house. That's right. That does happen. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Chris, most importantly, this is the question that A&M has chosen to use to put you on the spot. Ooh, okay. So, Chris, in answering the question about Simon's search, yes. uh, A&M wants to know, they say, we admire Simon's ability and willingness to promise real-time in-store inventory. Based on the customer's typical shopping journey, is this search capability as relevant for mall apparel as for a category like, say, grocery? And when do you think we'll see that? Oh, that's a really good question. Um. Yeah, 100% it's relevant. I mean, I think search is uh, is a necessary condition for any consistent e-commerce experience, whether you're apparel, whether you're grocery. I mean, I would say through the years, given the proliferation that we've seen in terms of where e-commerce has happened first, I could even make the argument that it's probably even more useful in a place like apparel rather than grocery. I don't know that for a fact, but I think one could make an argument on that. Mm-hmm. The The question for me on this, though, is is what will consumers do? Right. Like it's 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 a requirement for the experience. But can you get consumers to go to a mall's website to do this versus the individual brands themselves? That's that's the chasm that has to be crossed here. Mm -hmm. I think as we've talked about, we think it's a smart move for malls to do because it gives them a position in the minds of their consumers. And if you can add to this not just search capabilities, but buy capabilities in the long run, like yep. we've shown with the Mall of America and talked about ad nauseum with the depth mind too on this show, that makes your life a lot easier as a consumer because you can shop multiple retailers, coordinate your pickup and delivery across those retailers for your given location in a mall. It's hard to understand exactly what this is from the press releases. I tried to do a little bit more digging. It sounds like it's definitely giving multiple... Uh, retailers' visibility on a website is mm-hmm. a- essentially the intention. The degree to which you can purchase and see the inventory is still a question to me. The big question too is what is the, the, those are a lot of big retailers' names. Yes, yes. How thorough are those integrations? Like, are we seeing are there order management connections? Right. POS connections. Like, how deep is this? Time will tell as this continues to roll out. But it's one of those things. Actually, I want to get out and try to try for our listeners if we can to see you know exactly how this is working at some point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is only going to be as good and beneficial to the the consumers as the number of retailers they have and and ultimately the quality of the data. Like, is it real-time inventory? I to answer A&M's question, I would say yes. If you have a bricks and mortar business, anytime you can give inventory visibility to a consumer, it's a good thing. It doesn't matter what the the industry is. It's essential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I'm if you're going to if I'm going to go to your mall or to your store, I want to know that the thing I'm going to get, because otherwise I'll just order it online. Like I need to know that the thing I'm going to get that day is there. And that's going to drive, like we've talked about multiple times, that's top of the funnel decision making. That drives where I go and who I shop with. Which, and also brings up another point too. This is not just about search too, because the other important function is browse. Right. People like to browse online the different options they have available too. And that is actually more important in apparel, relatively speaking, than it is in grocery. In grocery, you kind of know what you want, you go in, you hunt and peck it, right. especially for those things that are the repeat items, which is why grocery has been kind of a difficult thing to get off the ground. But the the browse nature of this is still also important. And they're going after that too with this, even though it's classified and called branded Simon Search. 
Important distinction, though. Yeah, but I think that's also important, Chris, too, when you're thinking about how who you're getting on the platform, the retailers that you're getting on the platform. Like right. we showed in the in the Mall of America Debt Mine video, like being able to search snow pants and being able to get 15 different retailers right. showing those results, that simulates the mall experience. That saves me time. That's more convenient. So I think that's the really important thing to be thinking about here. And yes, it's just early stages, but hopefully Simon will be able to get this on. And I think that the most important point too is that they'll be able to start offering this in lease terms. Like not only anymore when you're signing a deal with a mall, are you just going to get the four walls and some TI money to like and marketing, shared marketing expenses, but like being able to offer this as a service to your tenants is going to be huge for the future of the draw of big name retailers to malls. It's a great point. And I'm so glad we picked this story actually, because we were debating whether or not to put it in. I'm glad Ann made made it to put you on the spot question this week. But you're right. It's about critical mass of retailers. That's what's going to make it successful. And these are this is the first time we've seen really big retailers, Mm -hmm. at least from from what's stated, sign up to be a part of a program like this because that's what you need. You don't need the the local mom and pop shops. Nobody's nobody's going to spend waste time to go to that interface for that. They want to see the Lululemons, the JCPenney's, the Gaps and all that stuff mm-hmm. and make their lives easier. All right, on that front, let's talk about making our apparel shopping even easier. And God, I'm I'm like master of the segue today. Just weeks after the first Amazon style store opened in California, Amazon announced a second Amazon style location that will open in the Easton Town Center in Columbus, Ohio, this coming fall. According to the noted Columbus Dispatch, shout out to the Columbus Dispatch. Heck yeah. Woo! The store will take over a vacant 26,000 square foot Forever 21 space in the mall, which, Ann, if you stop and think about it, is an ironic statement in and of itself. What? Taking over a space from Forever 21. It's not forever. Exactly. All right. It will feature men's oh and women's God. clothing. Thank shoes, God I'm here to tra- translate. <laughs> Along with new and long-standing brands such as Calvin Klein, Lacoste, and Levi, and some Amazon brands that will be in the store for the first time, said Amazon. And do you think this is significant or are you poo-pooing this? No doubt they like countless others throughout the country probably are. Okay, no. This is a tinfoil hat warning. Uh oh, look out. It's been tinfoil a long hat time. Tinfoil hat it's rant. been a long time, listeners, but I'm getting my hat out because I think that Amazon style is going to be like gremlins. You just start getting them wet and then you start multiplying Whoa. all over the place. Okay, Chris. I know you made the joke about Forever 21 and how ironic it is, but how many of those are in malls across the country? Like oh vacant God. vacant anchors. Va- vacant spots or in general. Vac- yes, exactly. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Or better yet, Coles. How many vacant Coles will there be in the next several months? After they're six, acquired, six probably a lot set. more based yes. on how okay. they're going to run that place. But And once Amazon gets into like one large anchor space in the mall, Chris, what's to stop them from just taking a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until they own the entire mall? And so I think this is a Jesus. huge- Jesus. Okay, I didn't expect you to go in that direction. Yes, wow. I think that this is like, we know- World that, domination. We know that Amazon style, you know, they- this is just a test market for other things too. Like it's it, yes, yeah. you've got the front facing. Like great, yeah. this is a new apparel shopping. I think we said it before, but we'll see what that experience actually is like. If people like to shop it, whatever. But the number one thing here yeah. is that Amazon instantly gets prime warehouse space that's close to tons of rooftops yep. and a storefront in one building that they can do whatever the hell they want with. Yeah. They can go beyond style. They can start doing grocery. They can do what they want and that's what i think is at play here so yeah yes. wow okay yeah tinfoil hat um 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. I never thought about the... I mean, you went the extreme on this one, my yeah. friend. But, like, I never thought about it. Like, yeah, if Wayfair's doing a, a home furnishing store, why the hell can't Amazon do it? And honestly, Amazon could probably do it better than Wayfair, I think. Or the returns. Personally. Or just a return <laughs> store. Like, right. all the things that we've talked right. about for the last however many years. depot. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, they could do this with any category. They're, I mean, they've, you know, thrown around ideas and beauty over in London and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's not outside the realm of possibility. So, oh, yeah, a hair salon. Yeah, right, the hair salon. But I... So, I don't think you're... I don't think you're tinfoil hattie at all because, I mean, I think this is a really, really important announcement. There's now going to be two of these. Yes. And the other thing I like about it, I love the audacity of this because one can make the argument that Columbus is actually the retail capital of America. Oh, for sure. Right? This so, is a slap in the face. This is like L Brands. Woo, woo, woo. Right. So here's Amazon. We're in charge now. Right. Here's Amazon saying after one store in LA, we're going to now open our second store right in your backyard, which is, which the other thing I love about this, it's 2,000 miles away. Yeah. No, Most retailers are like, Let's pilot this in a market, Anne. Let's yeah. let's see how we can saturate a market. New and see York, how this works. LA, but Amazon, yeah. Amazon, does, Amazon does this a smart way. They pilot it in two completely disparate locations. One is probably going to be really hard to make it work because you're right in someone's backyard. But if it works, then you oh, know you man. got something. Yes. and that is what I applaud about this. And God, I can't wait to see it. And so glad it's in Columbus because that is a much quicker flight than LA. <laughs> True. Yes, you got it all out. I did, and well, I I did. I I thought mine was paltry in comparison to your rant there. Yeah. Or your or not? You didn't really rant. You kind of you kind of you know hypothesized about the future, right? You showed it. You with no the hat Sir on. No Sir Dominic. With a tinfoil. Yeah, hat with a tinfoil on. hat on. Yeah, all right, let's let's finish the okay, show. Okay, let's wrap it up. So headline number five, according to Chain Store Age, Walmart has entered into an exclusive partnership with Roku. The collaboration will enable customers to buy items with just one click on their Roku remote while streaming television programs. To purchase a product, a uh, Walmart product via Roku, viewers just press OK on the remote um, when they see a shoppable ad and proceed to check out with their payment details easily pre-populated from Roku Pay, Roku's payments platform. Um, from there, tapping OK on the Walmart checkout page quickly places the order and a Walmart purchase confirmation is then emailed with shipping return and support information. Chris, I know you are just like going to slobber all over this. You how, love it. How do you know that? I'm so, okay. Yeah, you're right. I, you teased it at the beginning. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're right. I'm going to like I it. And yeah. not going to. And I told to. you we can't talk about it yesterday because I, yes. I knew you were going to poo-poo it. But no, I love it, Anne. I love it. And Why? Me, Why well, do you I'll love give you a, so I'll give you a little backstory here. Backstory to who I am too. So when I was interviewing with Jason Goldberger to become the head of home furnishings for Target.com, yes, this was in 2013. I remember I said this to him. It was I'm roughly paraphrasing, but it was pretty close to this. I said, what excites me about this job is thinking about how the physical substrates of e-commerce will continue to evolve, even, say, on one's TV. Oh super God, dorky, right? I bring that. I bring that. It sounds super dorky to say substrate interview because it, it is not for you. But, I mean, what was the <laughs> word you tried to use earlier? That, it is, yeah. but but there's a there's a there there okay. with this idea, and ultimately it's been hard to crack the code on it because you're talking about a user interfaces a user interface that has to work across multiple hardware devices. Yes, and that's the tricky part, and then you have to have the software inside of that to make it happen. But this is the best. UI that I've heard of yet to make this happen. You see a shoppable ad alongside potentially something you're watching on television. You immediately click the button. Walmart has a huge assortment that allows you to sell a lot of goods this way. And you're immediately, it's connected to one retailer, so you don't have to worry about it. Your payment details are already in, in the system. Boom, you're done if you want it. That seems pretty efficient to me. It's all 
low-hanging fruit in terms of incremental volume that is just there to be had for whoever wants to do it. The cost to experiment with it is really low, and it's probably really up to Roku and the Walmart development team to just make the user interface through the system that much better over time. So so I like it. I think it's a smart move. It's a hell of a lot better than drones, for example. Yes, for but, sure. But, you know, I, I, I think it immediately pays some dividends, whether they be small in the beginning or larger in the long run. I don't know, but this is a, it's a cool precursor to me. Yeah, I think it, Go it's, ahead. it's showing mass. Rain you've on got, my parade, You've got Ann. mass, you've got Walmart, you've got Roku. But, okay, Amazon's already been doing this. They have a much better interface with it. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't know because they haven't used the Walmart one. But the, when you say shoppable ads popping up on the screen, I don't, I have negative connotations. That's a connotations. question for me of how that works. Exactly. Yeah, like if they're coming I wanna, up. I want to shoot this too, Yeah, actually. if they're coming up on the screen in the middle of a show, I don't like it. Prime is letting you pause a show, see things in the Prime viewer, just like you can see it with like who's the actor, what's the you know what else have they been in? Like that that view to me is much simpler. Hmm. You have a larger category of category set of items because it's Amazon, and I think you have many more people that have already set up Amazon accounts, uh, Prime accounts who are you know instantly connected. That's all on one platform, one retailer, one entertainment mm-hmm. option. So I think that, and then YouTube's been doing this too. And I think when you start to think mm-hmm. about how YouTube can do this and that, you know, I guess the question for me is, will the Walmart Roku checkout be as simple as it is for me to just go on my mobile device that I'm already holding while I'm watching a show to find that item? Will I have more success with that? Right now, I think YouTube and Amazon beat that See, out. See, I don't but. know. See, I don't know. I think I kind of like it because, and I think what I like about it is the ubiquity of we're just doing this with one retailer that has a lot of products. So then mm-hmm. you just know real quick, boom, that's where it's coming from. You don't even care as a consumer. That's where it's coming from. I'm getting it versus like having to go in your mobile phone, go into another website, multiple retailers' website to make it happen. That's a different flow. So I think I think they're onto something here, which I think you know, makes this really neat. Do you have a Roku at home? Yeah, too? you I do. do. All right, mm-hmm. sweet. We're going to have to try this out yeah. and give you guys a demo as well. All right, Anne, it's still really hot in here. <laughs> let's, let's close Thank this up. God. Somebody is like, you're having some hot flashes here, Chris. <laughs> I'm having male menopause at Oh 45. my God. All right, uh, Chris, Amazon took over the opulent Paradero Resort in Mexico and rebranded it as Amazon Resort to host and recruit influencers and members of Amazon's influencer program. For some reason, we didn't get an invite. I don't no, know why. I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, but Chris, I think, I think it's in the mail. Actually, <laughs> I think it's in the mail. Uh, you're already hot in the recording studio, yes. so they don't want you to go to Mexico and overheat. Okay, let's get onto it. Chris, what is your go-to drink order at an all-inclusive resort, and how many drinks are required before? Getting your frosted tips to the foam party at Senior Frogs. Oh, zero. Like, you can get me to the, the party at Senior Frogs with basically no alcohol, <laughs> probably. But my go-to resort drink, and this one is for ch- for Chad at AM, is the Pina Colada. It's cool, it's sweet, and it's very refreshing. <laughs> All right, and Residents of rural Lockford, California, who apparently just found out that Amazon will soon begin testing a six-foot by four-foot Amazon drone over its over its fl- that will fly over its ranches are threatening to use the drones as quote unquote target practice. <laughs> and what's your over under on how many get shot down within the first two weeks of testing? Under, I think they're okay. This but how many? How many do they get shot down? Honestly, how many? Oh, how many get yeah, shot over down? And under, like, oh, I thought you were sending in how many weeks? Okay, I would say we're. I'm talking like. So many that Amazon has to like shut down the program. Really? You think so? I'm sending the over under at one. 
Uh, no, at two. It'll be at least one. And the question will be, is it more than one? It there's is more some, than one. You yes. think so? I yeah, think I there's going to be some jack wagon that shoots it. And then it's going to get sued like crazy by Amazon. Oh, my God. The lawyers yeah. are going to come out, but who knows? But Yeah. And, and, and rightfully so, because you're destroying public property, which we do not condone on this show. No, definitely Although we not. would love to talk about it. Although it's a six foot four. It's like a dining room table that's like floating in the air. It's like the, the mass. You could shoot. I could shoot yeah. that down probably if right. I had it's, to. It's crazy. All right, Anne. Okay. Uh, Chris, Kellogg's announced this week that they plan to separate into three companies to give more room for the growth of their snacks category and better support a struggling cereal category. Chris, which struggling Kellogg's cereal should get the most support to stay on shelves? <laughs> Uh, duh. Frosted Flakes, Anne. Flakes? Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Frost, frosted Flakes. My freaks. alliteration got the best of me. The frosted F and the freaks. R and the F and the R. Yeah. Frosted Flakes, Anne, because they're great. Great. You're great. supposed to do great. <laughs> yeah. Like Tony the Tiger. Like, all right, okay. I, I all right. Uh, all right. And after 85 years, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is getting a makeover that includes a new name, an updated logo, and a noodle smile. The Kraft Heinz company said the product will now even be called Kraft Mac and Cheese as opposed to Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Oh. And my question for you is this to close the show. When was the last time you personally feedbagged an entire box of Kraft Mac and Cheese? I mean, that's pretty easy to do, which is embarrassing. Ooh. I feel like that is like air Ooh. going into your body. It like doesn't Ooh, even I can't, fill I can't up feedbag your... a whole bag, a whole box anymore. I, I usually get, it's I been usually a while have like since two I scoops left in the pan. It's but when was the last time? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Probably in college. Oh, it's that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I thought it'd be like, oh, you know, you're tired with the kids. You, you you whip up some mac and cheese. You say, oh, you know what? That sounds good. I'll make another box for myself. No. They're like 49 cents. No, they had to remove the orange coloring because it was like bad, you know, so now it doesn't so taste as good, tasty. I don't think. So tasty. But- All right. That wraps us up. Thank God, this show. This was a blast. I had a fun fun time today. Happy birthday today to Zinedine Zidane. Hopefully I said that right. I think I did. Jason Mraz and the man who almost made cocktail worth watching, Brian Brown. And remember, if you can only read or listen to one retail blog in the business, make it OmniTalk. Our Fast Five podcast is the quickest, fastest rundown of all the week's top news. And our twice weekly newsletter tells you the top five things you need to know each day and also features special content exclusive to us and just for you. And we try really hard to make it all fit within the preview pane of your inbox. Yes, we do. I spend countless hours every Thursday (laughs) making that happen. Sign up today at www.omnitalk.blog. Thanks, as always, for listening in. Please remember to like and leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. And, of course, as always, be careful out there. The OmniTalk Retail Fast Five is a Microsoft-sponsored podcast. Microsoft Cloud for Retail connects your customers, your people, and your data across the shopper journey, delivering personalized experiences and operational excellence. And is also brought to you in association with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group. The A&M Consumer and Retail Group is a management consulting firm that tackles the most complex challenges and advances its clients, people, and communities toward their maximum potential. CRG brings the experience, tools, and operator-like pragmatism to help retailers and consumer products companies be on the right side of disruption. And Takeoff. Takeoff is transforming grocery by empowering grocers to thrive online. The key is micro-fulfillment, small robotic fulfillment centers that can be leveraged at a hyper-local scale. Takeoff also offers a robust software suite so grocers can seamlessly integrate the robotic solution into their existing businesses. To learn more, visit takeoff.com. And Sezzle. Sezzle is an innovative buy now pay later solution that allows shoppers to split purchases into four interest free payments over six weeks. To learn more, visit Sezzle.com. Oh